It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Behind-the-scenes experience in Washington and around the world. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone. Final hour of the extended version of Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on a Tuesday. Well, a lot of ground to cover, as always. We're continuing to monitor uh, things going on in Washington, D.C. We've currently got a little spat going on on the floor of the House of Representatives. N- Speaker Nancy Pelosi uh, gave her remarks and was immediately challenged by Representative Doug Collins, uh, saying that they, her remarks did not fit uh, the decorum that should be present in the United States of House, the House of Representatives. Speaker Pelosi shot back that she had cleared her remarks with the parliamentarian, and it appears that there will be a vote as to whether or not they should strike Speaker Pelosi's words from the record. And to me, that just seems like a real circular conversation. Uh, It'll still be interesting to see what happens if they do move to the final vote on the resolution condemning President Trump's remarks uh, by House Democrats. So we'll continue to monitor that, watch that. Uh, also, at this hour, you've got uh, uh, GOP leaders are meeting with President Trump at the White House today and uh, looking at, obviously, they've had to spend most of their day defending the president and his words, as opposed to focusing on what is the policy issues that we really ought to be moving forward. I do want to hit this decorum thing for just a minute. It used to be a real hard, fast rule on both the floor of the House and the Senate. And these these rules really started to unravel during the era of Harry Reid, where things went from just disagreements on policy and real debate on the floor of the Senate to opening remarks by the leader and by the minority leader, who was then Mitch McConnell, now the majority leader, that were not close to being within the bounds of decorum. Uh, you remember going back to Harry Reid, his comments about then-candidate Mitt Romney about his taxes and so on, completely out of line with the decorum in the United States Senate that that should be discussed from the floor. And we've seen that continue on with Mitch McConnell now as the majority leader and Chuck Schumer as the minority leader. They're they're all just way out of bounds, uh, and everyone should just go take a timeout and and, uh, move this thing forward, Uh, which is what we're going to do. We're going to move forward. Uh, one of our texters sent in a, a great text. It's one of my favorite quotes from Wayne Dyer. It says, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to shift gears a little bit. And I, I want to focus for a minute. We had this discussion at my house last night in terms of how do we see people. Some people say you need you need to look for the best in people. And I've always said, no, you you just need to look at people. Just see people. Don't see the best in people. Just see people. Because if you see people for who they really are, what they really are, uh, you'll see that most people are really good, or at least trying to be good. And I have a lot more confidence in that side of people than I do what we're witnessing in the White House and in the halls of Congress over the last few days. Uh, That's not what this country's about. 
That's not what the American people are about. That's not what this nation was founded to do. And it's interesting. There are times where you you get to people who may passionately disagree on the policy, on the approach. And guess what? That is a good thing. And it's only when we learn to transcend that that we actually get to solve the bigger challenges of our time. That's when you get to do moonshot kinds of things is when you really get past it. And uh, one one example popped up. My wife, Debbie, passed this along to me today. And it was interesting. Back in the in the 90s, you remember the uh, great band U2 and uh, Bono would uh, regularly take on then-President George H.W. Bush in a pretty divisive way. He was pretty open in terms of his criticism. Uh, and as the uh, front man for the uh, U2 band, uh, Bono would would often call the White House in the middle of the concert and try to speak uh, to George Bush 41, so H.W. Bush. And so there was a little bit of a rivalry, a little bit of a feud there. But then uh, then George W. Bush took over, and he didn't, he didn't counterattack like his dad had. So they had had this little feud back and forth. But instead, George W. Bush invited Bono to talk to him about something that they had a common passion for, which was saving lives in Africa. That's a pretty compelling idea. And so they had lunch together in the White House mess hall. Bush took him uh, to the Oval Office. And for 40 minutes, George W. Bush and Bono discussed AIDS, malaria, debt relief, all these things that were impacting real lives in Africa. And after that meeting, which was uh, back in 2003, President Bush started a program in Africa known as uh, PEPFAR, uh, P-E-P-F-A-R, which 14 years later is credited with saving over 11 million lives. Think about that, 11 million lives. You talk about do something that makes a difference, that's it. And uh, yesterday, this was uh, reported that uh, Bono was in Texas as part of the uh, current U2 tour, and he paid a visit to uh, Bush 43. And it really just pointed out that we can accomplish a lot of stuff. We can we can accomplish really difficult stuff when we get mature people in the room who can find common ground for the good of all. How does it start? See something that inspires, say something that uplifts, do something that makes a difference. It's a really simple formula. But when we start to approach th- things that way, instead of what we're seeing in Washington, D.C. this week, when you have someone who's willing even to go to someone who had attacked his dad, I, I, that might have been a challenge for me. <laughs> uh, my my fiercely loyal button may have prevented me from having that conversation if somebody had gone after my dad that way. But George W. Bush didn't. He said, no, we can have a conversation because we have something in common. And the thing we have in common is saving lives in Africa. And because of that, they were able to put together a set of programs and initiatives that have been credited for saving over 11 million lives in Africa. So kudos to to George W. Bush and to Bono for showing that in America, we can set aside our differences. We can set aside all the negative rhetoric, all of the name calling, all of the back and forth, 
and we can solve big problems and we can make moonshots happen. I would call 11 million lives saved. That's a moonshot, my friends, and we need more of them right here in the United States of America. All right, we're going to step aside. When we come back, we're going to pick up our conversation. I want to really shift gears and start talking about our mental health. I also want to talk about the good things that are going on in America that we should not forget. Don't go anywhere. This is Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back.